Welcome to the Stephanie Humphrey Podcast, where we host New Testament and Old Testament Bible study, Sip and Say with Stephanie, and this season, our virtual lifestyle series, presenting classes to help us live a well and healthy lifestyle. Tune in as we share the Word of God, what's on Stephanie's heart, and teachings from our guest speakers. Blessings. Welcome to Be Free Ministries Bible Study on the Stephanie Humphrey channel. I am your host, Minister Stephanie Humphrey. Excited ready, thrilled to share this word with you on tonight. Before we get there, how are you doing? How are you all doing? How are you doing mentally? How are you doing spiritually? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing socially? How are you doing physically? How are you doing? I feel really good. I am so sorry that I'm late. Um, for the YouTube live audience, I received a call about 20 minutes before I was to get started, maybe about 20, 25, somewhere in there minutes before 6.30. And so I was like, well, let me go ahead and take this call quickly and say what I need to say to this individual, answer questions, just have a conversation with them, um, ask some questions of them. And it went over. <laughs> And I'm so sorry. So for my YouTube listeners, that is why I um that is why I am late. So I apologize to the Stephanie Humphrey podcast listeners. I'm right on time for you. <laughs> I'm right on time. So anyway, how are you all doing? So I feel good. I had a really great conversation and uh, just an honest, open conversation. Y'all, God is so, 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 so good. God is absolutely amazing, wonderful, extraordinary. God, oh my God, I just love the Lord tonight, and I'm so thankful to Him for His goodness, for His grace, for His blessings, for His favor, for watching out for me, for, for taking care of me. Um, I'm so thankful for how he's looked out for not only me, but my family and my friends. Hallelujah. He has looked out for my family. He has looked out for my friends. And I am so thankful to the Lord for his goodness towards us. Well, I'm thankful to the Lord for his goodness towards you. Everything may not feel good or be exactly how you want it to be, but God is still good in the midst. And so Right now, I give God thanks and glory for you. I give God thanks and glory for me. I give God thanks and glory for your family and your friends. I give God thanks and glory for my family and for my friends. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we thank you for this day that you have blessed us with. God, we thank you for your goodness towards us today, for keeping us, for protecting us for watching out for us, for leading us, for guiding us, for being that ever-present help, Lord God, in the time of trouble and in the good times, Lord God, for being that friend that we need always, always, for being the love, the peace and joy that we need. God, we thank you for all that you are to us. You are a good, good father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are a good, good father. And, I, and we thank you. 
for being a good, good father, God. You you are welcome into this Bible study to have your way, to move by your spirit, to teach us, to grow us, to mature us, to deliver us, to heal us, to set us free, to help us to be all that you have called us to be. Father God, we thank you. God, we honor you. God, we love you. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I feel good, you all. I feel good tonight. I feel thankful tonight. I feel blessed tonight. And God is amazing. That's all I can say is God is amazing. He is amazing. He is good. He is wonderful. He is just glorious. So you all, I do have an announcement and I'm going to share it with you right now because I cannot guarantee that I will remember at the end. So I was actually um, looking at my Christmas tree because I forgot to put the lights on. I like to see the lights, but I was on my way to bed Tuesday night and I don't know why I got to thinking about my podcast. I think I was thinking about, well, Lord, what am I going to teach for Bible study on Thursday? So as I'm talking to the Lord, listening, getting ready for bed, the Lord reminded me about Blog Talk Radio. So I, and I'm not going to go into the history of that right now, but um, 10 years ago in 2013, 10 years ago, I started my first podcast through Blog Talk Radio. I did a 30-minute show various topics that are still available for your leisure now. And God reminded, I got y'all, I'm telling God is a good, good father. God reminded me, Stephanie, and then I was also not even, not just thinking about tonight, but I was thinking about 2024, Lord God, I'm about to end season three. We're starting season four in January. God, this is amazing. Technically, it's not really season four, season 10, but just season four on YouTube. And so I'm thinking about all of this, talking to the Lord. He's talking to me. And he reminded me 10 years ago, Stephanie, you started this thing. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) Well, actually, did God say 10 years? Well, I don't know if God said a number or not. But I think God was prompting me to be like, well, when did you start this, Stephanie? Because next year I was thinking, okay, I can do a celebration next year. So with the Lord prompting me, I can't, I can't remember if the Lord said 10 years or not, but he was just reminding me, you know, like anniversary time, whatever, whatever, whatever the Lord said, I can't remember exactly, but he prompted me as, or, or by giving me a reminder about when I first started with Blog Talk Radio. That I know for sure, because me and the Lord, we talk about so much. Sometimes I can't rely on my memory, but God prompted this memory in me. So I went back to the website and was looking up and I saw 2013. I said, yep, it's been 10 years since I started my podcast. And y'all, so next week, if the Lord blesses me to live to see it next week on December 21st, With Sip and Say with Stephanie, we're still going to do Sip and Say with Stephanie, but I'm going to celebrate the 10 years that I have been bringing forth the word and being a host for various topics for my broadcast. I start off with the radio through just phone calls and God has promoted me, elevated, expanded me to do the YouTube live and the Stephanie Humphrey podcast. 
it's been an amazing journey. I have, I'm hoping my mom is available next Thursday and I hope that my aunt is available next Thursday because if they are and if they're willing, I'm going to invite them on the show so that they can talk about their experiences with um, what was Be Free Ministries. And then I had a Be Free Ministries Live or was it live or Be Free Ministries NC Live, I think. Now the Stephanie Humphrey um, channel with the Stephanie Humphrey podcast. So if they are available Next Thursday, I am going to, going to invite them to join me. I'm thinking about contacting the gentleman who was on my first show, Demetrius. He was on the first show. He did a we did a I'm going we did a segment together about social media, and he was giving us the information because he was a, a, into IT and computer was a he was an IT person for the school district that I worked with at that time. And he was also a good friend of mine, served on the executive board for Be Free Ministries. And so I'll see what the Lord says. I might see if he's available because it would be wonderful to have him. But um, I've been thinking about even inviting some other guests on that have spoken at uh, during my um, my tenure doing this teaching and doing like the, the radio, the talk show and then the radio show slash talk show and now the live and the podcast. Like it's been a journey. And I thank God. God, that he reminded me, it's been 10 years, Stephanie, you know, he knew it was 10 years, whether he told me in that moment or not, he prompted me to look and see, check out this, check it, check it out, Step. And so I just thank God for, for helping me to remember that it's been 10 years since I've been doing this. And wow, y'all, wow, just wow. So anyway, that's what we're going to be doing next Thursday on the 21st at 6.30 p.m. I will have some special guests joining me, all who are willing to come on. I'm going to have them on the show live with me so that you can see them and hear from them and we can chat together and just talk about this journey that I've been on. And again, I hope my mom and my aunt are able to join us so because they've been on this journey with me as well. So let me get into this word tonight. And so again, I didn't want to forget because y'all know how my memory can be if I don't have it written down. Sometimes I truly forget because I do have so many so many plans and things just um, in my in my brain, in my head. Uh, people I need to pray for, people I need to talk to, plans I need to make, things I need to do. It's just all up in here. Sometimes it's all coming at one time. And so, um, but I'm good. And my mental fa facilities, our fa faculties are, are good. And my mental facilities, <laughs> my mental faculties, they are good. So I'm feeling good. I said all that to say I'm feeling good. <laughs> And even though, but I can't remember the exact month because I didn't look at the broadcast. It just had the 10 years. I don't remember what month. I do remember it was, I want to say it was like February um, that we got started. I'll have to like listen back to the show and, and let us know next week. But uh, 10 years, y'all, 10 years. So let's get into this word. We're going to talk about plan tonight. Plan P. L-A-N. So as I was listening to the Lord and talking to the Lord, God was saying to me in particular to plan for next year. So I've already started planning some things for next year, but the Lord wants us all to plan for the things that we want to do, plan for the things that we are expecting, plan for the, the goals that we want to accomplish, plan for the dreams that we want to work on and hopefully accomplish for next year. So we're going to talk about plan P preparation, L, laughs about it, A, 
actively pursue and in network. That's our plan. So the definition of preparation is the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use or consideration. Habakkuk 2 and 2 tells us, actually I started with verse 1 to verse 3, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. So if you know anything about the book of Habakkuk and about the prophet Habakkuk, he was complaining to the Lord. This was his second complaint. This complaint number two. Chapter one was the first complaint. Chapter two, we got the second complaint because he complained, God answered, and then he complained again to the Lord. He complaining about the Babylonian captivity, all the violence, all the destruction that is happening with Judah. Was it Judah? Let me make sure it was Judah, not Israel. Not Judah. Hold on, let me make sure because I didn't write it down in my notes. Uh, yeah, in Judah, in the southern kingdom, I mean, Judah had it, right? So, yes, yeah, so he's complaining to the Lord because he was a prophet at, at this time um, around 612, to 612 and 588 BC was a time that uh, Haggai, not Haggai, but Habakkuk was active. And so he's complaining to the Lord. He's telling the Lord again, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Now, this particular in this particular verse, Habakkuk is complaining. But the thing that I want us to get before we get to writing the vision is that Habakkuk knew that God was the only one who could give him the answer to his complaint or the answer. It was really a complaint. It wasn't even a prayer. He was the only one that can give an answer to what was happening in his situation. I thought about that and how when we want to, even though we don't complain, we do complain to the Lord probably, but when we want to know something, we go to God about it because God is all knowing, all seeing everywhere at the same time. And so we go to God with whatever information we need, whatever strategy we need for the season, whatever direction we need, who we need to intercede for, who we need the friends, relationships we need to let go of. Like we go to God when we want answers. And so Habakkuk went to the Lord. He's like, God, what is going on? I don't talk. We don't talk about this. I'm complaining. Yes, but we don't talk about this. I need you to answer. And in that same way, we go to God when we need an answer from him. So for your preparations, and I'm going to get to writing the vision for your preparations. If you don't know exactly what God wants you to do for these next couple of weeks uh, in, in 2023 and for 2023, 24, if you don't know, ask the Lord. Seek the face of the Lord. God will give you an answer. He will give you direction. He will give you guidance. He will let you know, this is what I want you to accomplish for the rest of this year. This is what I want you to accomplish for 2024. Let's do this. God will answer. If you ask God, he will. may not be the answer you like or won't, but God will answer. So this is how God answered Habakkuk. Then the Lord, verse two, then the Lord said to me, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the message, excuse me, so, so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. 
writing on the tablet, make it plain so that he that runneth, he that readeth may run with it. That's my paraphrase of the King James Version. Y'all know I like the New Living Translation. Verse three, this vision is for a future time. It describes the end, this particular conversation. It described the end, the future that God was talking about, described the end, and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Whatever hopes, whatever dreams, whatever vision you want to accomplish for 2024, write it down. Make it plain. Get your plan in place. Prepare for what the Lord has already spoken to you about you, about your future, about your family, about your family's future, about your church, about your church's future, about your ministry, about your ministry's future. Write it down. Prepare by writing it down. And after you write it down, seek God's face for God. How are we going to accomplish this? So what are, you, what are you trying to accomplish or what, what do you want to accomplish? What is God leading you to accomplish for 2024? Are you going to try to get healthier? If so, how are you going to do it? You're going to stop spending money at the fast food? You're going to start exercising and then exercising consistently? Are you going to put the table salt down? Matter of fact, throw it in the trash can so you can slice, slice down, <laughs> cut down on the sodium so that the, what's that? The Yeah, cut down on the sodium. I'm trying to think, is it another one that I, because I, be, I do be looking at the sodium intake. So yeah, that's the main thing I'll be looking at in food on the packages, that, that sodium, because that could cause high blood pressure and heart disease and different things. Um. Are you wanting to start a business? If you do, what type of business structure are you going to put in place? Is it going to be a sole proprietorship? Is it going to be an LLC? S corporation, C corporation, um, and the other structures I can't think of right now. That's about most of them. What kind of business structure? What are the guidelines for starting a business in your state? What are the guidelines for starting a business in your county? So this answering those questions. Preparate, that's the preparation part. Finding out first, well, what's the vision? What are we trying to accomplish? Okay, how are we going to do it? So while God can give you spiritual direction and let you know who to talk to, who to connect with and all of that, there's some work that you must do to prepare for what you want to accomplish. Again, if you want to slim down, if you want to eat healthier, exercise, if you want to start a business, you can get on the internet and start looking up some, check out your um your state department's website, starting a business. Check the, the, the name that you want your business to be and make sure that another business is not operating under that same name in your state because that's going to be important as well. There's things that you can do to prepare for what you want to accomplish. So when I started my business in 20, 2008, I don't think I knew to, I don't remember that I knew to search for an assumed name. I can't remember. Maybe I did. I just don't remember that I knew 
um, to do that. Now, I knew what to do at the county level and got things done at the county level. I think it was a little bit later that I learned what to do at the state level. Now, when I started Aunties Against Abuse, I knew exactly what to do. I knew to go to the State Department website, check the assumed name, make sure nobody else was doing business under there. I even checked the assumed name in the federal um, on the federal level just to make sure nobody was doing businesses. Like I have my perfected my research techniques and my research skills. <laughs> So I was ready when I started Aunties Against Abuse. But preparation is needed for whatever you're trying to accomplish. You need to prepare. It needs to be written down so that you can, it shouldn't just be in your head. It needs to be written down so that you can see the plan and then written down step by step how you want to accomplish a plan. If you want to start a ministry, if you want to write a book, if you want to start a podcast, you can do that. Just write the vision, make it plain so that he that reads it can run with it. There are going to be partnerships. We're going to talk about a little bit later with that networking that you might want to connect with. Well, if a part, if you want to connect with somebody, say you're starting a business or a nonprofit and you need some financial backing, well, if you go to a bank or another entity for, for your financial backing, they don't want to just hear what you have in your head. They want it written down. They want to see step by step what you want to do because that money that they're going to be giving you, those resources, that's an investment. Uh-huh. So have it written down for yourself, then have it written down for any of the networking that we're gonna that you'll be doing. Hopefully you'll be doing if you follow the guidance tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit later. So write the vision down, write your goals down. What do you want to accomplish in 2024? The rest of this year and in 2024, and break it down. Like you can break it down. Um so for example, this is what I want to, so let me tell y'all what I want to do for next year. I want to go back to school next year to take um, some Spanish courses because I'm in a different position now and I'm out in the community more and I want to speak to our Spanish speaking families. And it's a course I've been looking at for a long time and I'm going to take it. I'm going to um, register this. Uh, I've already talked to my advisor. I'm going to enroll this weekend, hopefully, and I'll be starting the classes in January. Well, you know what, y'all? Y'all know I got my plan written down. I got my plan down. I got the courses I need to take, the classes that they accepted from the from the uh, transcripts. I've already, classes I've already taken based on my transcripts. I've got my graduation date down. I've got how, how much it's going to cost me. I got the reimbursement that I'm going to receive um, for, for you know, taking the classes as a part of the, 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 um, the new job that I have. And so, y'all, I'm just... I, look, the plan is written. Matter of fact, it's in his notebook over here by my, um, in a folder rather over here by my, by me in my book bag. So I've already, I, that's what I'm going to accomplish in 2024. I'm going to start school again, January, 2024. The plan is written all the way up to the two years. So I'm going to the community college. So for the two years, my, everything is already planned out. I already met with the advisor. I'm good to go. I just need to register this weekend. So that's one thing that I want to accomplish. And in knowing that I'm going to be going to school from January to December, because I'm going to go through the summer as well, what I'm going to do is actually break down in quarters what I need to do. And then I'm going to break it down by week, 
maybe by month, but definitely by week. Okay, Stephanie, this is going to be your study night. This is going to be this. This is this. So I'm going to have to really be strategic, and the Lord is going to help me in me, you know, working full time, of course, still having aunties against abuse, still doing be free ministries, and going back to school. The Lord is going to give me some strategies and help so that I can accomplish this goal of returning back to school so I can take these courses so I can get a degree in community Spanish. I'm y'all, I was so excited to talk to the advisor yesterday. So anyway, that's one thing that I'm going to accomplish next year. There is another program that I've applied for. So it might be another set of courses just in a different way, uh, ministry courses that I applied for. I should be hearing back from them next week, whether I got accepted or not. If I do get accepted, there's grant money that is available. So I'm hoping that the pro this program won't cost me anything at all because of the grant money. So those are the two things that I have planned for 2024, you all. And I'm, 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 Wow, I'm just I'm I'm blown away at the opportunity to take these courses and get them either free or reduced reimbursement. Y'all, I'm just ready and so excited. Okay, I had not planned to spend that much time on the P, but what do you want to do? What are you excited about? What are you passionate about? What do you want to accomplish over this next year in your life? Y'all write it down. Even if you don't think you have the capacity to do it or the funds to do it or the resources to do it, write it down anyway. Y'all write the vision, write the vision, write the vision. Prepare, prepare, prepare. You can do it. Oh, glory. You can do it. If you don't have the finances, there's money somewhere. If you don't have the time, let's make some time. Like you, whatever it is that is burning in your heart to do, you can do it. Prepare, prepare, prepare. I'm going to read Jeremiah 29. Um, verse 13, I actually wrote down verses 10 through 13. So go back and read Jeremiah 29, 10 through 15, excuse me, 10 through 15 for yourself. But I'm going to read 29 and 13. If you look for me, oh, that's not the one I want. I'm going to read 11. I do like 13. If you look for me with your whole heart, you're going to find me. That's a good one too. But Jeremiah 29, 11 in the New Living Translation, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. You are let me tell y'all something. God already knows what he has planned for you. All you have to do is tap in and say, God, what, what plans do you have for me? Help me tap in. Help me to write it down so I can prepare to accomplish these plans that you have for me in 2024. And I believe those two things is two things that the Lord has planned for me to do, y'all. I'm going to keep y'all posted about acceptances and my class registration and all. I'm going to keep y'all posted because I really believe that these are two things that the Lord has called me to do so that I my territory can be expanded so I can help more people, bless more people, serve my community in a greater way. Who glory, hallelujah. Woo! So I was standing up, I'd run around my house, but I got to get this Bible study out. So those are two things that I'm excited about. And so write down in the chat, any of your hopes, any of your dreams, any vision, anything that the Lord is leading you to do, go ahead and add it to the chat, add it to the comment section. We will touch and agree with each other for what we believe the Lord wants to do in our life. Look, let me get to this L, y'all. Laugh about it. Ha, 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 ha. Laugh about it. Proverbs 17, 22 says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, 
but a broken spirit drieth the bones. Y'all, I'm going to say this. I'm going to give you this quote. This is a quote that I have hanging up um, in my room, just in a different version. Uh-oh, wait a minute. You know what, y'all? I got my words a little mixed up. Okay, hold on a second. I got my words a little bit mixed up here. Okay, so I got my my words are jumbled up, but I'm gonna I'm gonna decipher through because I didn't get I didn't get my stuff right here. So they're jumbled up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make it through this. So Benjamin Franklin has a quote that says, "By failing to plan, you are preparing to fail." Winston Churchill says, "He who fails to plan is planning to fail." Very similar. I had a quote by Michael Jordan, but it all got jumbled in. And so I don't even have all of his. I don't know how the heck this got jumbled together, but it did. And I really wanted to read his quote because I liked it. And I don't, he, his is the one that got jumbled. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to add the Michael Jordan quote to the description um, because it was really good. And so anyway, you know what? Hold on. You know why it got mixed up with my set setbacks and delays. Yes. So anyway, laugh about it. When we are in, we're doing anything you all, when we're doing something new, whether it's starting a business, whether it's starting a nonprofit, writing a book, um, trying, you know, trying to lose weight or get healthier in our eating and in our body, um, anything that we do, we might have some setbacks. We might have some delays. We might have some failures, but you all don't let it stop you. Laugh about it. Be like, y'all, I, I, I really messed that up. <laughs> I'm trying to bake this bread for my new bakery business. I done put too much yeast in and the, the whole oven done exploded, or at least the dough is coming out of the oven because I done put too much much yeast in. But you know what? We're going to clean this dough up and we're going to start all over again. We're going to decrease the amount of yeast we put in this bread, whatever it is. I done wrote this book, trying to participate in this writing challenge. I was supposed to write these 5,000 words. I only got the 2,000, but you know, only got the 5,000, but you know what? It's all good. I'm going to keep climbing. And so I get to that 50,000. I opened this business for, I've been here for three months, six months, 12 months. And I only got a few customers. I'm not even turning a profit yet, but you know what? I'm going to stay right here. As long as the Lord bless me to be here, I'm going to be right here in this business and it's going to grow. It's going to flourish. It's going to prosper because the Lord told me to start it. And I know he's not going to drop me. He's not going to leave me. He's not going to sake me. So y'all in life, there are setbacks, there are failures, there are detours. Do not let it discourage you. Do not let them discourage you from going full on hard, just going hard after what you believe God has called you to do. Don't let failures, don't let setbacks, don't let detours discourage you from doing what God has called you to do. You might be 
going real strong, real hard, exercising all of January, all of February, then come March. Oh my goodness, March has come and I don't feel like doing that one more scrunchy, uh, 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 scrunch, yeah, scrunchy, I think there's a, no, not a scrunchy, that's your hair, your hair, what you call them, um, I'm thinking of the squats, they have a name, I can't even think of what the name is now. I'm not doing another burpee. I'm not doing another, I'm not running another mile, not even another two feet. I'm just, I'm done. Sometimes we have those moments where we're just done with doing whatever we have set out to do because it looks like it's not accomplishing anything. It's not prospering. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening. Nobody's paying attention. If God has called you to it, don't be discouraged by what it looks like in the natural. Don't get discouraged that only two people are listening to your broadcast, even though it's been on for 10 years. Don't get discouraged. Keep doing what you believe God has called you to do. Sometimes you just got to laugh at the setbacks. Sometimes you have to laugh at the failures. Sometimes you have to laugh at the detours. It don't feel good at that moment, y'all. Don't, don't get me wrong, because the tea is going to come. The tea is going to come. The snot going to come. The screaming, hollering, tantruming, tantruming is going to come. But after you do all that, clean yourself up and just like, look, y'all, that was bad. But let's get up and let's try it again, okay? So a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. If you need an example of of a person. Think about Joseph and everything that Joseph went through in the Bible. If you don't know who Joseph is, I encourage you to read Genesis chapter 30 to chapter 50. That'll make some good reading. If you have some vacation time during the holiday season, read about Jesus and his birth, and then you can read a little bit about Joseph. So you can see that Joseph had a lot of setbacks before he became second in command to Potiphar, who was in charge of Egypt. Um, he was thrown in, the, in a pit. He was sold into slavery. He was thrown in jail. He went through some things, but he still came out as a man of God that God wanted him to be. He was second in charge under Potiphar, and he was able to save his entire family during a famine in Egypt. So his destiny, even though it was delayed, it was delayed, and it seemed like he was denied. God was working it all out for his good. And so again, don't get discouraged. Don't allow what looks like failure. And what is failure? Because ultimately failure happens. But you all know, I didn't get any statistics about failures except for, I don't know where this statistic came from, but I saw it online that it takes about three years or so for new businesses to begin to make a profit. And it was a, a survey that this particular company had done with about 250 um, new businesses. And it they, um, the new, this, uh, company, you know, gathered this data from about 250 businesses that it took them about three years before their business was really booming enough that they could make a profit. Sometimes when you're doing something new and you're doing something that hasn't been done before, hasn't been seen before, it takes time. That's ladybug crawling. It takes time. It takes um, stamina. It takes determination. It takes pushing through to get to that goal, that dream, that vision, that ministry, writing that book, starting that business, starting that nonprofit, whatever it is that you're desiring to do. It takes time to do it. So don't let failure cause you to shrink back and quit. 
Now, if God says it's time to close this business or not do this anymore because I have something else over here for you, then then do that. But don't let discouragement or fear or frustration or anger keep you from fulfilling the destiny and the dreams that you have established for yourself and that God has given you to do, okay? Use those failures, use those setbacks, use those detours as learning experiences, as learning tools. This is, I know not to do this the next time. I know not to connect with this particular person the next time. I know not to get involved with this particular company the next time. I know to do more research before I choose an accountant because that accountant, they done took half my money, but it's okay. We're going to start over and keep it pushing. So sometimes, or all, I'm going to say all the time, we need to use our failures, our delays, our setbacks as learning, as opportunities to learn and as opportunities to grow. Um, and even when you are experiencing successes, you can, of course, you know, we're talking in particular about laughing at the negative, the negative aspect of starting something new, but we can laugh at the successes because maybe it didn't take you three years for your business to boom. Maybe your business was booming in the first six months. You can laugh about that and be like, look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. We can celebrate and laugh about it and just, um, enjoy that success, whether it takes six months or six years or 16 years, enjoy the successes with your laughters. Because y'all, when I say, when the Lord reminded me to look back at my blog talk ready on these 10 years, I celebrated. I was like, God, woohoo, this is all right with me. So y'all, it's good to celebrate. It's good to celebrate your wins, celebrate your successes, celebrate the great, wonderful, um, beautiful things that are happening in your life, the dreams, the goals that you are accomplishing. Celebrate them. Throw your own self a party and be like, Stephanie, you did that. You know, sis, you did that. Bro, you did that. Celebrate yourself. So even laugh and enjoy the successes that you experience. Okay. All right. Um, the next one, our A is actively pursue. Oh, did I read you all? Yep, I got it. So our A is actively pursue. First Samuel chapter 30, verses 7 and 8. Then he said to Abiathar, This is David, is the he that's saying to Abiathar the priest. Bring me the ephod. So Abiathar brought it. Then David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band? Hold on, I lost my place. Of raiders, will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. The King James Version is my favorite version in this. When God, uh, when David asked God, shall I go up? He said, verse eight, and David inquired at the Lord saying, shall I pursue after this truth? Shall I overtake them? And he, meaning God answered him, pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them and without fail, recover all. I love this scripture so much. 
because David, so what happened was David and his troops were in another part. I can't even remember the whole story, y'all. It's been a, a couple of months. It's been, I feel like I taught about this recently, but it's been a while, so I haven't read it in a while. But David and his troops were, were, were fighting off somewhere else. His wife, their wives, and the children, all their spoils, just everything, all their belongings were here. And so the Amalekites plundered their encampment, encampment um, while they were away. And so the Amalekites came, took, took the wife, took the kids, took their stuff. And David comes back and his troops are like, what is going on? Where everybody at? And so the troops were about to kill David because it was like, David and God, this will be a fight. And now our wives are gone. Our children are gone. Our belongings are gone. And so he sent for the priest. Come on in here, somebody. Got the ephod and he went to God for himself. He asked the priest to bring him the ephod. He went to God for himself, David did. And he asked God, shall I go up? God said, yes, you go, you pursue, and you go without fear. You're going to get everything back. You're going to recover all. So y'all, sometimes we got to pursue whatever it is we want. We got to pursue it. We have got to go hard after that thing. Be diligent about that thing. Be determined about, I am going, I'm going to get my degree in this community Spanish. I don't care what nobody say. Y'all, I am determined. I am focused. I, even when it gets hard, even when my tongue doesn't enunciate the Spanish words in the way that they should when my, 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 I can't even do it right now. My, my R's don't, my tongue don't roll right for the R's. I'm going to, I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to keep pursuing. I'm going to keep working at it because I'm determined that I want to serve these families in a greater way. And I'm going to get this degree in community Spanish. And so you all, we have to be determined. We have to be fully focused on what it is we are trying to accomplish. Pursue it with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul. Pursue it. And without fail, you're not necessarily recovering anything like David did, but you're going, you're going without fail, you are going to accomplish that dream, that goal, that vision that you have set out to accomplish. Because I'm in, in two years, if the Lord blesses me to see the end of my program and graduate, I'm going to shout it to the rooftop. I'm going to let y'all know that it is accomplished. It is done. The seventh year has come, even though it's only been two years. It is complete. I'm going to celebrate and I'm going to let y'all know it because I'm going to get this degree. And it's going to take me the, the two years that it's supposed to take me. That's all it's going to take me. I'm not going to read it. We're just going to do this thing. <laughs> so whatever it is that you're trying to pursue, you are. And the other program is actually a year-long program. I'm going to do that too. I hope I, I hope I got accepted in. I'll keep y'all posted. Like I said, I hope I got accepted in. So I'm going to pursue that one and I'm going to follow hard after the guidelines they set for me and meet, uh, make the classes and everything like that. Y'all, I'm y'all. Be determined. Pursue what it is that you want. Pursue what it is that you desire. That hope, that um goal, that dream, that vision, whatever it is, pursue it, you all. And trust God that He is going to allow it to come to pass, even as David went and he was able to recover his wife and his children and his belongings and the troops were as well. He only didn't take all the troops, so he just took some of them with them and they were able to recover everything that was stolen from them. You are going to accomplish everything that God has destined you to accomplish. You've just got to be diligent in pursuing. God is not going to come down from heaven and start your business for you. God is not going to come down from heaven and write the book for you. God is not going to come down from heaven and do the research for you so you can start your business. It's something that you're going to have to do on your own or with your networking, like we're going to get to in just a minute. 
But you're going to have to do the work, the research, the um, writing um, or filling out the application for, for your business or for your nonprofit. If you're trying to get 503C, 501c3 status, then you're going to have to fill out the paperwork for the application or do it online because that option is available as well. You're going to have to do the work. And you have to put the time in so that your foundation is solid and steady and firm so that when your business or writing your books or you're starting your nonprofit or whatever starts to build up, your foundation is strong, sturdy. And so when you build, it won't come crumbling down on you. Okay, so pursue, 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 whatever it is, pursue with your whole heart, pursue with your whole mind, pursue. Last thing we're going to get into, and y'all, I encourage you to read the whole chapter of 1 Samuel 30 so that you can get the full uh, full story about uh, David. Uh, last letter, last word is network. So a network... Uh, Y'all, let me read this with actively pursue because I didn't even realize I had right wrote this down. I did forget to give you the definition for pursue. It is to continue or proceed along like a path or a route. In this case, proceeding along and fulfilling the vision, the, the goals, the dreams that you have. And what I wrote down is you must execute or implement the plan. You can't get tired, discouraged, or defeated, so much so that you stop moving forward in the things God has called you to or what he wants you to do, or even for what you want to do for yourself. So even though you might have a failure, still pursue. Even though you might have a delay, still pursue. Even though you might have a detour, still pursue. Do not let fear discouragement keep you from your intended progress. Network is to interact with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts or a group or system of interconnected people or things. Now, I am going to read what I wrote right here. I know you are strong. I know you are anointed. I know that you are powerful and I know you got it going on, but you cannot accomplish all that you want to accomplish by yourself. That was really for me. Y'all just happened to hear it. You cannot accomplish everything you want to accomplish on your own. You need some armor bearers. You need some peoples. You need a Nathan, not a Nathan. Well, it might be a Nathan, um, but you need a, a, who was holding up Moses' arms? You need an Aaron and a Her to come by and hold up your arms so that you can continue to pursue what God has called you to do. Y'all know when uh, Moses, when um Moses was holding up the rod. Uh, I don't even know what war it was, y'all. Lord, get, get my life together with my Bible stories. But Aaron and her, uh, Moses' arms got tired. As he held up the rod, the Israelites were winning. When he put it down, they started losing. So Aaron and her, they put a rock under him so Moses could sit down and they held up his arms. So y'all read the story in Genesis. Uh, I'll, put it in the, I'll put it in the description. So you need somebody to come and hold up your arms. You need somebody to... 
connect you with resources, to connect you with finances, to help you build a web website if you don't know how to do it, someone to be your accountant if you don't know how to do that, somebody to help you write a business plan if you don't know how to do that. Like You need a network of people to support you as you are pursuing whatever the goal, whatever the dream, whatever the, the, um, the destiny is. Now, if you're trying to lose weight and you're and so you want to lose weight or you want to get healthier by losing weight and you decide, okay, I want to maybe minimize or decrease the times I eat out. So maybe I eat out, I was eating out five nights a week. Okay, I'll decrease it down and only eat two nights a week. Somebody needs to help you stay accountable. Could be your prayer partner. It could be your sister, your brother, your spouse, your kids. Because, you know, your kids are talk. The kids will keep you straight. Now, some children, they will keep you straight. But whoever, you need somebody to hold you accountable for not eating out those five days, but decreasing it down to two. If you're trying to lose weight, you say, okay, I'm going to exercise 10 minutes every day. I'm going to start off with 10 minutes every day. Then I'll increase to 15, 20, whatever, whatever. Then you need some, you need a network of friends, accountability partners, people that can hold you accountable for doing that exercise, those 10 minutes every single day. If you're trying to start a business, again, you might need some financial backing. So you'll need a network of investors that you can present your business idea to, to see if they're willing to invest into your um, new business. If you're starting a nonprofit, you want to have a network of people who'll be willing to donate to your, your nonprofit, individuals who'll be willing to serve on the executive board of your nonprofit so that they can help you conduct the business of the nonprofit. So you need people to accomplish your goals. Even if you're doing, going back to the, like the losing weight to getting healthy, even though you might be doing that by yourself, you still need those account, those, uh, that network to hold you accountable for getting it done by yourself. Now, if you can join a gym or maybe you and your sister girl, friend, circle club, um, like your book club or your, your women's ministry at the church or your sister soul circle, you know, your brother, uh, main, main, uh, main calf, uh, me, uh, me, uh, Lord, let me get it right. Your man tape. I want to say me, uh, Lord, let me get my message. I'm trying to talk too fast and get my words mangled up. Your man cave posse. Y'all want to get together and lift some weights, your man. Like, you know, my wife looking at me cross-eyed. Like, maybe I need to slim down this beer belly a little bit. Y'all, let's work out while we're sitting here in the man cave watching some football. You know, whatever. You need some a network of people to support you in whatever it is that you're doing. Okay? So let me go to my next page. I wrote down, you need advisors, you need an accountant, you need an executive board, you need partnerships, you need people, you need people, you need people, whoever you need to support you and what you're doing, get that network of people so that you can have them to help you accomplish what you're trying to accomplish, okay? Now, if you're writing a book, you may not necessarily need anybody to help you write the book, but you might need somebody to keep you motivated and encouraged to be like, to stay on track, to meet your deadlines, to stay on track with getting the book a, a finished so that it can get to the publisher or if you self-publish so you can get it to the, whatever platform you use to self-publish so you can get it out to the readers in the time that you said, especially if you're doing some pre-orders, you better get it done because uh, your, your customers, they're waiting on you. They're waiting on you to get that book done. So whatever it is, you need a network of people to support you. So I would encourage you to build your network, build your community. And you, we need to make sure that the network that we're building, the community that we're building are people that God has connected us with. 
people who are trustworthy, people who have our best interests at heart, people who have a shared vision or a like-mindedness as we do. So that, and then somebody who's, I'm going to be honest with you, not telling you everything that you want to hear, but having those tough conversations with you, having those honest conversations with you, bringing the correction if you need that correction as well. So those are the types of um, characteristics of the people that we um, can use to build or look for, pursue to build our network. So how can you find these individuals? Number one, pray. Ask God, God, who am I supposed to connect with? Who am I supposed to partner with? Who's going to be my prayer buddy? Who's going to be my accountability partner? Who's going to be my accountant? Who's going to serve on my executive board? Who's going to be a part of this business that I'm starting? Like who, who, who? Which companies am I to reach out to? Am I supposed to do some angel investments or reach out to angel investors rather? Do some angel investors. You know, which bank should I go to? Should I use a credit union instead of a bank? Like God, well, I know it's a lot of questions, right? But those are some of the questions that we have when we're starting something new. God will give you the direction. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> ask and be willing to listen and be willing to do. So you ask, be willing to listen, be willing to do, and God will give you everything that you need. So ask, God, who am I to connect with? Who is supposed to be a part of my network? Number two, get out and about. Go to some conferences, go to some festivals, go to community events, go to the small business summit that's happening up the road, go to the symposium that's happening in the next state. Like get out and about to where people are, small business network, um, where they're in a nonprofit symposium, uh, whatever, get out, look online, go to your small business um, center's website in your state and see what community events are happening, see what business opportunities are available, see how you can network with other people you got to get I got to do some research then you got to get out and about in the community and see what's going on so that you can engage with people and know who might be a good fit for you because God telling you who your network is it might be that he drops that name into your spirit praise God if, if the Lord does but it might be you at a community event and you start talking to somebody and then you realize God reveals to you, this is a, this is a person that's going to be a part of your network. So you got to get out the house. <laughs> I know you comfy and cozy at your house. It's winter time and we ain't trying to go out nowhere. Get out, go out and about into the world. Uh, because as you go out and about into the world, God will begin to speak to you about some people that need to be a part of your network. All right. Talk to your family and friends. Sometimes your family and friends know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. And that last somebody is going to be the person who's going to pour $10,000, $25,000, a million and $10 into your ministry, into your business, into your nonprofit, into supporting you with whatever the dream and the vision is. So talk to your family and friends, see if they know somebody. It might be a coworker that specializes in finances um, and that can help you navigate whatever platform you choose to use for, you know, to keep your books, you know, 
It might be a person that is well-versed in, in building a business structure or writing your business plan. So talk to your family and friends because they know they might know somebody. I know I'm a good I'm a good resource. I am. I am. And I say that confidently, not bragging at all, not boasting at all. I'm a good resource. I know some things and I know I know some people, but I know more. I have a lot of information. I feel like I'm a wealth of resources that can help you tap into where you can get what you need from. Okay. All right. So talk to your family and friends. And also I'm going to add in, talk to your coworkers because your coworkers may be connected with other people that you can get connected with to build your network. Um, introduce yourself to people when you're out and about. Child, most times when I'm out and about, I'm going for one, two, three, four, five things, and then I'm back at the house. I need to do better about speaking more because sometimes I'm really like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm talking and other times. I'm just trying to get it done so I can get back to the house. Talk to people while you're out. If you're waiting in line, just strike up a conversation. It might be that it might be that that person is going to be a part of your network or knows somebody who can be a part of your network. I remember you all know I did my newspaper article Um for the dispatch. And when I went to get the newspapers, I was talking to the cashier and you all, we got to talking about Jesus and I invited her to my church and told her about our, our, our community development corporation. It turned into a good witnessing tool. Just me talking about get buying all these papers because my article is on the front page. It turned into a good witnessing tool. So strike up conversations, talk to people. Um, you know, if you're shy, then Work on your shyness so that you can learn to talk to people and engage with people and build your network so you can build your business or your vision, your dream, whatever it is. Last thing, um, sometimes net. Oh, yep. Sometimes networking with others can help build your network. So you might be at that business luncheon and you went there to get the information, build your networking. That networking event might have been might lead you to another networking event and that's where your connections are that's where your network is i'm gonna give you an example i went to a small business um summit i think it was called summit or conference i think it was a summit in in a different city and i was there and i was talking I man when i say i was talking to everybody because they had my books out i went for determined publishing company I had my books out sold some books talked to some people made some connections well me just being there just being present in the atmosphere connected me with other people they didn't become a part of my network but it connected me with some other people that they didn't become a part of my network either but it connected me with them that i talked to them about my business and i I was able to, did I talk about my ministry or did I just, I just focused on my business. I focused on my business. So it actually led to another networking opportunity where I was able to talk to people, get my business cards out, get my name out there. And it was wonderful. So I didn't build my network in particular, but it, but it helped me to expand um, the conversations that I was having with people about Determine Publishing Company. So going to one networking opportunity or one event can lead to you going to other events that could subsequently lead to you networking with other individuals or building your own networking. So even though mine didn't lead to me building a network, it led to me 
connecting with people, engaging with people, talking to people about um, my business. And I, I feel like I talked about Be Free Ministries, or maybe I talked about aunties while I was there. I feel like I may have talked about one of them, but it, it, all, it actually led me to some of the ladies that I was talking to at the second event, they wanted to see my books. And they were like, well, you don't have any books in your car? And I was just like, I don't. They was like, you should keep some in your car so that you can show people. And I was like, I think I told y'all this before, right? And I was like, that's a good idea. So there's only one, I only have one book right now in the car that I keep with me. Um, and so I'll have that this year. But I, I actually think I had kept some books in for a little while, but then I didn't do it anymore. But I need to go back. God has prompted that memory that I need to do that. And so, yeah, so the networking led to some other networking. So going to one event can lead to another event, can lead to another event. And those events could actually help you build your personal network to support you and what you're, you know, accomplishing. So that is the word of the Lord for tonight. I think it was helpful for you. I pray that it was helpful for you. I pray that it will help you to prepare, to laugh about it, to um, actively pursue and to network. All right. That is the word of the Lord. I hope that you enjoyed it. I believe that you got something out of it. And I look to see you next week, next Thursday at 6.30 p.m. as we're celebrating my 10 years in having a a listening platform, I'm going to call it in this moment, because it's like the Blog Talk Radio, the Blog Talk Radio, P and I's YouTube, and as the podcast. So the having a listening audience, I'll just say it like that, our listening platform, it's been 10 years, and wow. So we're going to celebrate next week. I don't know what I'm going to be drinking, but it will not be this water that I put beside me. I did, let me take a sip of it. I did put some water beside me. It's not going to be this water. I'm going to tell you that. I don't know how strong or how light it's going to be, but we're going to have some, we're going to have some bubblies. <laughs> so y'all get y'all set. If y'all want to have some alcohol free or if y'all want to have a little bit of alcohol, which is what I'm thinking about having. I know the saints of God are probably praying for me right now. It's all good. We're going to, I'm going to toast next week. The Lord bless me to live this year and I'm going to toast. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to enjoy myself in celebrating 10 years. And I pray that the Lord gives me 10 times, 10 times, 10 times, 10 times, 10 more so that I can continue to do um, what I love to do. And that's talking, teaching, laughing, enjoying life with you, living out life together with you. So look, you all, if you like tonight's show, don't forget to hit the thumbs up button. Go ahead and, and, and tap that right now. Um, if you, uh, want to get notifications when I go live, go ahead and hit the notification bell so you can get those notifications. Don't forget to let your family, friends, coworkers, everybody know that the Stephanie Humphrey channel is happening on Thursdays at 6.30 PM. Let them know to join us next Thursday with their sip, whatever they want to sip on coffee, tea, water, or fruit drink, juice, alcohol, non-alcohol, uh, uh, whatever, you know, get your car, get whatever. I ain't going to start naming drinks because I don't know them well enough for that. Whatever you want to do, we're going to toast. We're going to toast. We're going to toast my 10 years and we might go ahead and toast the year out, even though we'll still have about another two weeks, another week 
and some days in. But we just gonna toast. We're gonna celebrate. We're gonna have a good time. And I will have my special guest coming over. My mama come on. She gonna be cutting up. Um, y'all know my mama. She been she hasn't been she has been on the Stephanie Humphrey channel when I've had special events. If she come on, she's gonna cut up. If she's able to come on, maybe I hope my Aunt Wanda can come on because Aunt Wanda can keep help keep my mama regulated. <laughs> So I am going to have some special guests. Lord bless us to live and see it. I will have some guests on to help me celebrate and to talk about these last 10 years. And I may or may not give a little bit of news. We'll see what's happening um, next week. But we're just going to have a good time. It'll probably be my last show for the year. Um, and so, which is another reason why we'll just go ahead and toast the year out. I think it'll be my last show for the year. And then we'll start back strong in January 2024 with season four of the Stephanie Humphrey channel. Y'all think I should do a season 10? Like, I can't jump from 4 to 10, can I? But man, but the Stephanie Humphrey channel itself, that's actually right. It's season 4 for the channel. But just 10 years that I've been doing this, man, it just doesn't even seem, it I, does it seem like it's been that long? It really, it seems like it's been about that long, about 10 years. I can remember, well, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about all the memories next week of the Lord blesses us to live, blesses us to live to see it. So don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to let your family and friends know that we are right here on the Stephanie Humphrey channel. If you're missing anything over the holidays, like, you know, the 21st will be our last show more than likely. If you'll be missing me on the 28th, then you can listen to as many rebroadcasts as you can. Um, get my viewership up. And so, yeah, y'all, let me go. <laughs> because y'all know I start talking about something else. So look, you all, take care. Be blessed. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And if the Lord blesses us to live to see next, next Thursday on the 21st at 6.30 p.m., I'll see you then. Y'all take care. Thank you for joining the Stephanie Humphrey Podcast. If you would like to view this podcast live, join us at the Stephanie Humphrey channel on YouTube live at 6.30 p.m. on Thursdays. Don't forget to like this episode, subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel, and share with your family and friends. Be blessed.